Hey, and welcome to another episode of Serious Conversations. If you're new here, my name is Michael, and usually I'm joined by my co-host Ricky, but today I'm doing it solo. In today's episode, I'm going to dive into the Joe Biden presidency 2021, what we can expect and what we should be doing. So I hope you gain some insight from what I'm going to talk about today. And as always, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey, y'all, it's good to be back and recording for a series conversations. Uh, it's just been about a week or so, which we haven't gone without doing for a little while. But me and my wife are expecting our first baby, and we also had to move into our new place. So it's been a long week, and Ricky and I just have not been able to get together yet just because uh, of all the stuff that's going on. So I'm recording a solo episode this week, and he's going to be recording one for the following week. So be looking out for that. But also good news is Ricky and I were asked to be on a another podcast uh, with a friend of ours who's amazing, and we'll, we'll come out the do- with those details later. I wasn't able to make it, but Ricky went on and joined them, and from what I hear, it was a fantastic conversation. So keep your eyes out for that. We'll be posting that link later for you guys to listen to. Um, it's called The Enlightened Millennial, a great podcast. Um I'm just excited that that we get, we uh, were invited on there, and Ricky was able to go on there and just have a fantastic discussion. So apart from that, let's go ahead and dive into today's topic. It's going to be very quick because it's just me, but I wanted to talk about Joe Biden's presidency and what's happening, what we can expect, and what we should be doing. So a lot of people are scared. A lot of people are excited. This is the nature of a democratic republic. Some people get their ways while others don't. It it happens. Just like when Trump became president in 2016, a lot of people were happy. A lot of people weren't. It it happens in in a democratic republic. The cool thing is, is with with each president, you you have a few things that, that, that can go your way. With Joe Biden as president, here's what we can expect. Number one is he's already done quite a few executive orders in his first day in office. I think it's like 15 or 17. I made a video on Instagram, very short clip, but basically even just one of the things he did, which is rejoining the Paris Climate Agreement, it's expected to cost us about 400,000 jobs, about $20,000 per family of four as a household. It's a big deal. And that was only one of the executive orders that was put in place yesterday. The other one that's a little controversial is they're working on the road to citizenship for uh, illegal immigrants in this country. And he's already one of his executive orders is already counting them in the census. And those are people who are counted in the census of the United States, but are not paying taxes. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. But what we can expect is he's already going to roll back Trump's tax cuts if he hasn't already. I don't think I saw that in those executive orders. There's going to be a lot that's going on, but what you can expect is that you'll be paying more money over the next couple of years. He's promising a lot, and the more you want from your government, the more you're going to have to pay for it. You can't just expect um, your government to say, okay, we'll give you free health care and not expect your taxes to go up. So that's why 2021 is going to be the year for all of us to get out there, to save money, to buy houses, to do the things that we wish we had done for the past few years, but have just been dragging our feet. 2021 is our opportunity to go out and save as much money as possible. 2021 is, is the time where we can go out and if we can buy a property, 
that is one of the greatest things about this country is that we can own our own property. We can own our own property and watch them try to take it from us. We need to learn about ourselves, learn about survival. We need to focus on paying off debt, getting as free from the government as possible, becoming so self-sufficient that you may not even need a government. Most of us don't even need a government anyways. The government gets shut down every couple of years. Actually, pretty much every year, the government gets shut down, and we don't notice a difference at all. If you work for the government, yes, you notice a difference. But apart from the people who work for the government and who may receive Social Security checks or things like that, which are very minute um, in, in the grand scheme of things, you don't notice that the government is really shut down at all. You don't experience anything from them. Just like with most presidencies, we don't experience much from presidency or from politics. But the difference now is it's not just the Joe Biden presidency. You have entire House and Senate run by a Democratic majority, which means that a lot of policies that the Democrats and left-winged politicians have had on the agenda will most likely be pushed through, which means that there's also going to be a spike in taxes again for those things. And there's nothing we can really do about it. There's a few in there that might vote against, which is great. And I applaud them. But we live in a society that's run by a two-party system. And if one party is in power, they control. But the good thing is, is that a lot of people have been blaming blaming Donald Trump for whatever they think is wrong with their life since 2016. But for us conservatives and for people who are leaning towards the right end of the spectrum, this is the perfect time for you to get your affairs in order because over the next four years or even two years, because we have two years until the next election uh, when it comes to the House and Senate, blah, blah, blah. We have an excuse now to go ahead and go ham, save up as much money as we can to do all the things that we needed to do to get our affairs in order. Because those people who are on the left who say that Donald Trump was the reason for our society being the way it is and whatever problems they have in their life, now they have no excuse. They have a Democrat Senate, Democrat House, Democratic executive branch. Everything is on their side. So whatever may happen, they may state that some things are wrong. Well, it's because the Democrats are in power and they're finally going to realize that it's not conservatives. There are a lot of conservatives who are a problem, which is why I don't like the Republican Party. That's a whole nother topic for another day. But what we will realize over the next two to four years is that neither party knows how to run the government. The only people who should run the government are the actual people. We need to stop thinking that Democrats and Republicans are going to save us. They're not. Which is why in 2021, again, I'm going to keep repeating this. We need to get our houses in in order. If you are not working to pay off all your debt, including student loans. If you're not trying to save up as much money as possible. If you're not trying to make yourself as self-sufficient as possible. You are not doing you or your family justice. We've seen what socialism has done to other countries and other nations. We are leaning towards socialism at the moment. All these people call it democratic socialism. It's the same thing, literally. The same exact thing as socialism. They just put the word democratic in front of it. And guess what? We are not a democracy. 
people tend to think we are. We are not. We are a republic that is run by democratic principles. So we need to get our affairs in order. We need to, that's why we need to, to start basically what a buddy of mine called alternative economy, alternative economy, which means that we need to have banks as we've seen with big tech. Big tech has taken away voices. We've seen banks that are refusing to give loans to Trump and to his family and to other people who might've been at the, the riots that I put in air quote in DC on, on January 6th. We've seen them go ahead and black out pretty much everybody, put people on no-fly lists. We've seen what they're willing to do, and that's because some of those companies may not even lean as far left as Twitter does or Facebook, but they're afraid because the left is so loud that when something happens and the left screams, something gets done. But the right has been so silent for so long that people can bend us over and do whatever they want not bat an eye because we're not going to say a word we're like whatever. This is just part of it. I'm going to deal with it and move on. We need to stop dealing with it and moving on. We need to make ourselves self-sufficient. That's why an alternative economy is the best way to go. And we're already starting to build it. The daily wire released a movie on the 15th, which maybe was last week. I don't know. It's been a long few weeks for me, but the movie was fantastic. And the one thing that they said, and I think needs to be restated is that we need to have alternative sources for media. But we need to stop focusing on a message and just start focusing on making good content. They made a really damn good movie in Run, Hide, Fight. It was fantastic. There's, of course, it was the first movie that was produced by The Daily Wire. So yeah, there's some scenes where you're like, oh. But the movie was very well made. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's one of my favorite movies of this year and last including Wonder Woman, of which I saw in December. We need to have companies that are willing to make these different platforms and content and stop focusing on a beautiful message and just start making good content. The message will come later. Christian movies are always great if you're a Christian or if you're, you're with your friends who are Christian or you're at a church. You watch a Christian movie, you get a really great message from it. You feel like you want to do something. You feel like you want to go out there and witness to people, which is great. It's a call to action. But a lot of these movies aren't really that good. They just have a good message. We need to start making good freaking content. If we don't do that, then the left is going to run all the media, all the big tech, and the government for as long as we're alive. We need to start building different banks that we can go to, places we can go, servers that can host different platforms. It's going to take a while. It's going to take a long time. But I will tell you this. I was a part of the Republican Party for a good long while. My family grew up as Republicans. But what I've realized is that they don't care about us. They don't care about the people. It's literally about the parties. If the party wants this, then you better vote that way. And if you don't, you're not going to be up for re-election next time. That's how, the, that's how our government works now. It's no longer, well, my people want this, so this is what I'm going for. No, it's literally the party wants this. This is what you should vote for, and if you don't, we're going to make you pay. It's both on the left and the right. The Republicans have no balls. No balls whatsoever. I went over the numbers 
on Instagram on our page, Serious Conversations at the Capitol Riot. And we'll go more in depth in future podcasts about this with me and Ricky because I'd love to get his perspective. But the numbers go like this. The Capitol Riot, 300,000 people approximately were at Ellipse Park around the Capitol building. Around 20,000 people approximately were actually around the Capitol building. A few thousand people were on the steps of the Capitol building. And approximately two to 300 people got into the Capitol building through either violent means or being let in. That means 0.1% of the people that were actually there got in. And of the 0.1%, we know not all of them were conservatives or Trump supporters. And I condemn the violence. You know what? It was stupid of them to do that. You should have let them vote, do their thing, and then show them in peaceful manner that we don't agree, that we don't like the outcome, that you should do something different. Well, because 0.1% decided that, no, we're going to take action, whether that was conservatives or whether you threw in, we'll call it half and half, half of Antifa BLM, half of Trump supporters, that super far right wing. Of those numbers, that's a very small percentage. The media took it and blew it up. Now you have people who are on no fly list who were there who literally were just there to pray. You have people who are being ousted or fired from work because they were present and they were photographed there at a peaceful protest and rally. That's how much power the left has. That's how much power the media and big tech has. And as long as we sit in their pockets and as long as you sit in their economy, it's going to continue this way. Republicans have no brass balls. They decided, hey, you know what? I can't condone this violence. So you know what? Even though I know there was something going on with the whole election, I'm going to go ahead and vote for Biden because you know what? I can't show that I'm for this violence. They had no balls. There were a few of them who stood up and I applaud them. But it seems that 99% of our Republican Party now has no balls whatsoever. And of that 1% that have balls, they don't have brass balls. They don't have big balls. They got tiny little balls. And they're not willing to do anything. So it's time for us to step up, be in charge of our own families, take accountability for our own lives, extreme ownership, do what we need to in our own lives so that when the government tries to come knocking on our doors or tries to take more from us or tries to do something, we're not in their pockets. If you owe debt to somebody or if you owe the government for student loans, the debtie is slave to the debtor. You will always be slave to your government if you owe them money. Whether it's student loans, credit cards, a car payment, any of those things, they will come and they will take it away. Maybe not in the next four or five years. Maybe in the next 10 years, we get to the point where they decide, hey, Michael, you uh, aren't following our policies. You're not wearing masks 100% of the time now. You're not compliant. So uh, we're going to take your car. And we're going to take all your credit cards away. And you owe all your student loans right now. And if you don't, we're going to start garnishing your wages. 
you're going to have nothing. Oh, mm, yeah, you know what? That job you have, you don't have it anymore. And if you're in debt, if you're just making enough to get by, living paycheck to paycheck, when they come in, they do that. You're not going to have any options. You're going to be screwed. You're going to be out of house and home. But this is why 2021 is the year that we need to step up and make a change. 100% and honestly. 2021 is a year for us to take control. And I'm going to give you some of the books that I have on my rating list right now uh, that hopefully can help. They're uh, ones that I want to read to better myself, to get to build 2021 to the year where I can build a lot of side hustles, understand why I do what I do and become a better overall rounded person for my family and my friends. So the number one book that I would recommend it's by Rachel Cruz. It's her new book that just came out. I think it's called know your money, know yourself. It dives into why and how you spend or save as opposed to just telling you how to become better with money. It, tell, it helps you figure out why you do things, which is great because then after you figure out why you do things, you can implement that with the other things like Dave Ramsey teaches about how to handle money so you can better understand why you do things and then handle your money in a better, more professional way. The second book I'd recommend is by Chris Gillibo. It's called Side Hustle. I think it's like... Uh, find a new side hustle in 27 days or something like that. And it's a step-by-step guide where they have ideas in there where you can build a, a side hustle, whatever side hustle it is in 27 days. And he gives you actionable steps. I've read it once. I'm going to read it again. Uh, a buddy of mine who I met through the podcast that they have, it's called side hustle school with Chris Gillibo. He lives in San Diego and he works um, for the department of transportation. He's an engineer. But on the side, he runs a photography business. And it's cool how he got it started. But basically, his side hustle brings in $3,000 a month doing one wedding. And he's featured in this book because he followed a lot of the steps that are in this book. So these steps are very actionable, get you to that side hustle where you can bring in extra income. That's what I'm working on this year. I have three different things I'm working on at the moment to bring in extra income. Another book I would highly recommend reading another two. And then I've got one more after that to end with, uh, extreme ownership. Ricky and I have talked about it multiple times, a fantastic book to read. Number four is, uh, a hundred deadly skills, a hundred deadly skills. Um, they have, he has three reference books. I think they're great. They teach you basic steps, basic steps of things you can do in society. When, when everything hits the fan, when you need to go off grid, when you need to just survive, these books give you actionable steps very quick on what you can do in those situations. And last but not least, we need to remember where we've come from. The average democracy lasts 250 years. Now we're a democratic republic, so I don't know how long we're going to last, but 250 years is coming up. I think it's in 2024 or 2026. I think it's 2026. We need to be prepared for that, but we also need to remember. So I think the final book that we need to to have on hand, this book that I'm excited to read, it's called A Patriot's History of the United States. 
Uh, it's on back order right now everywhere you try to get it. I'm excited for mine to come in because I want to remember the history of this country and whatever may happen and understand where we've come from and what true history is. Not people trying to fabricate like the 1619 Project. Not people trying to tell us what they want history to be like. I remember history for what it is. So with that, guys, I think I'm going to end this podcast. I went a little longer than I thought it would, but I had some thoughts I wanted to get out before the baby gets here and before I'll be out for maybe a couple weeks. 2021, again, is the year to do things. Get off your butt and go do it. We all know we've wanted to start a career in something. We've always wanted to be in that field, but like I have a stable job and I need to stick in that. Well, the pandemic has taught us anything. None of us have stable jobs. Unless you're a politician, you won't get paid it forever. Go out there and learn it, learn whatever it is you need to do to get into that new career. Start saving, start investing, start buying a house, start learning about yourself, start learning survival, start preparing to provide and preside for your family and protect for your family. Anyways, y'all, it was a pleasure. Until next time, peace. Peace.